Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to perhaps my favorite day of the year. The freaking Halloween is over, and I can breathe oh! again. Oh. I am Rod Kolek, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, and all that crap. New England's own Van Helsink, and with me is the queen of Halloween, the blonde bombshell herself, and Carrigan. Well, good evening. You scared me for a minute there. I thought you'd gone to the dark side and were I have. Like denouncing I have. Halloween or something. I have. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyways. No, 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 no. And also it's joining it's- us is my co host from the international show, the most illustrious Stephen Parsons. Illustrious. That's usually reserved for, the, for a battleship, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the last time I saw you both. Hi. That's right. That's right. So, On a haunted battleship. Oh, it was right. a cruiser. It's not a battleship. It's a cruiser. It's a heavy cruiser. <laughs> so, Semant- uh, semantics. Semantics. If you're staring down one of those guns, it's a battleship. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, is Halloween big over there? I mean, I saw that you had done a little decorating in your yard. Is, is, do people do that normally out there? Uh, it's it's spreading. It's catching on. Um, yeah, I mean, our stores are, are full of Halloween stuff now, uh, but very few people decorate before the before the day. They tend to decorate actually on the thirty first. Oh, really? Um, whereas this year, uh, taking a leaf out of you guys, I started on the first of October and gradually built up the graveyard uh, and the decorations. Right. Out front, and I noticed that one or two others nearby later in the month, towards the middle part of October, there was a few pumpkins started appearing and a few. So it's slowly catching on. Um, Halloween trees are, are, are certainly something that we, we are uh, picking up on over here. Um, right. It's sort of like an idea from the Christmas tree, but these Halloween trees, uh, they're available in the stores now, and you, you, you can buy sort of special decorations for them. So, like Christmas trees, but they're they're obviously smaller, black. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think actually you've already got them in the states. Um, yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, but yes, they're catching definitely. on over here big time. So, I think we're catching up with you guys. I mean, we're re we're re importing Halloween, which is what we exported to you what three centuries ago. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't here three centuries ago. So, and now you want it back. You were there three centuries ago. No, you weren't. <laughs> you were. You just weren't called America then. No, we were just Indians back then. <laughs> well, right. well. anyway, it's catching on. But I, I did discover that one of the things that I remember from my childhood um, is, is actually more of a, a genuine tradition, which is the carving of a turnip or a swede rather than the pumpkin. Yeah, that we do yes, know. Yes, I did know that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty I'd cool. Forgot, I'd forgotten that we, we always used to decorate turnip lanterns, which were, are obviously smaller and um, 
but not as uh, you know. I don't think you've got quite as much scope for artistic. Oh the, yeah, I think it'd be a total pain in the behind to carve. I mean, I don't know. I I kind of guess that you know we were we were all right at it. I don't remember. Yeah, I, you know. I think you were okay. Yeah. I mean, as a as a child, Halloween consisted of it was one evening. Um, there was no real build up to it. It was something because we have we had a much bigger celebration uh, a few days later. In fact, it's coming up this weekend in November the fifth. Where we celebrate the only man who ever entered uh, the Houses of Parliament with honest intent, Guy Fawkes. Remember, remember. The 5th of November. That's Uh it, yeah. The man who went. Gunpowder Rebellion. Yeah, the man who went to to blow up the government. Mm -hmm. God bless him. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) Halloween was was simply a staging post on the way to uh, to Bonfire Night. And it really consisted of uh, trick-or-treating on a smaller scale. Um, we would, you know, we'd visit a few neighbours. We would have carved turnip lanterns uh, during the day or as soon as we came home from school. And then we would bob for apples. When you carved turbot lanterns, I mean, were they intricate? I mean, did you put faces in them or were they just... Uh, oh, no, they, they were really basic. It was two eyes and a mouth. And one of the things you could, we always had to do with the turnip, though, was we carved the stem into a chimney. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, okay. I always had a chimney where the stem was. I always got cool. that, um, making the, because that was always quite difficult, gouging, the, you know, to make the chimney. Yeah, yeah. And we would get cool. a, small, a small candle. Mm-hmm. And apparently the reason that we have pumpkins, uh, in the United States, rather than turnips, is that at that turnips time, suck. pumpkins were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turnips sucked. Yeah, and, they, don't, uh, pumpkins, they don't go well in coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, turnips or anything else. By. Turnips were hard to come by um, in the 1800s when, when uh, the Irish family brought this... Irish families brought this tradition over. So they used the pumpkins instead. Yeah. I never... Turnip muffins, you know, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, yeah, turnip chai latte. No, it's not going to work. (laughs) It's not going to fly, is it, guys? (laughs) Absolutely. No thanks. No turnips in my coffee. I'll pass. But do you you bob for apples? When I was a kid, we used to. Yeah, yeah. And and some, some adult parties, they still do. Really? Yeah, if you're drunk enough, hell, Bob. Nah, you stick your head in anything, I guess. But uh, I, when we were kids, Most we always did. Bob in the toilet, though, because. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I think people are like so, such germaphobes in this day and age that bobbing for apples, no, it's not going to happen. You know, when we were for kids, real. it was like. Yeah, put your mouths all over those apples, kids. Just <laughs> keep trying. Are you a germaphobe? No, I'm not. I'm That's just killing saying. this freaking country, the germaphobes. People in general today are germaphobes, and that's why kids don't bob for apples anymore. That's why people have have uh, sanitizer, hand sanitizers in the room that look like soap, and you put them in your eyes and you go blind. Well, that's not my fault you can't read. You know, Van Helsing. Sorry, I'm just not going to take responsibility for you washing your face with hand sanitizer. <laughs> well, you. I don't even use that stuff. Russ puts that stuff in there. I don't so know I why I would say, oh, I can blame Russ. All right, I can figure. I fully blame Russ for putting hand sanitizer in the bathroom at the EBC studio. Democratic You won't find that crap in my house. Me neither. 
They're actually being. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it make good? Doesn't it make good uh, a good mouthwash for you know when you've got a throat infection? Uh, I could have. Oh. I, mean, oh, well, I would imagine. Gar- gargle with yeah, gargle with hand sanitizer. It work. Ninety nine percent of all known germs dead. You can do Jack Daniels just as well. Yeah. Okay. And you don't yeah. have to wrench. I mean, spit. You can just swallow. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. Let's uh, move along here. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Move it along. Move it along. Yeah. Nothing to see here, kids. Okay. Yeah. Keep no going. No spitting, swallowing jokes on this. On this. <laughs> it's be like, it's before the watershed somewhere. Yeah. So yes. I would imagine now, Ron. Given where your house is located, I can't imagine that you had any trick or treaters. I actually did. We we pulled some kid in from this. They're underneath the patio. (laughs) The kids are in the street and uh, brought them in. (laughs) You will take candy. Jen did it. She went next door, nailed, knocked on the door to the woman, and says, "Can you bring your kid over for a chocolate?" And she brought him over, and we gave him about twenty-seven chocolates and sent (laughs) them. Okay, so you kidnapped a child and forced candy. Halloween, exactly. All right. Yes. All right. We we did it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> this country was built on slavery. Remember that. <laughs> so, Steve, did you have any trick or treaters? Uh, this year we did, but we obviously our, our, our two are quite small. They um, and we live in a rural area, so there are it's not really that safe for them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we did is we kind of reversed it on the trick or treaters because we the house was all decorated and lit up. Uh, we mm-hmm. we knew we were going to get some visitors, so the boys also dressed up and they handed out the the sweets and candies mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. the to the visitors. Um, <laughs> Weirdly, all of, all of all of the candies this year were all Ghostbuster themed ones. Oh, weirdly! Oh, imagine, imagine! <laughs> every <laughs> they had, a, yeah, everything was all Ghostbuster themed candies, so they didn't last that long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to hide. <laughs> then you had to hide. Well, yeah. Oh, because we you were out of candy. We were out oh, of okay. everything. <laughs> Shut off the lights. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. We actually, had, you know. We actually had this uh, guy in Haverhill, and his, and his kid is um, extremely handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. So every year, to make him feel really, really good and not to, you know, be looked down, he, he makes these extravagant uh, costumes for the, the, the little boy. This, this year was an X-Wing fighter. Built it all around the, uh, oh, the wheelchair cool. thing. It was freaking awesome. He had R2-D2, and it was huge. And they all dressed uh-huh. up as Star Wars figures. And, went up. and every year he does that. And, and I think that's the coolest thing in the world. And uh, yeah. they just had a, another ner- a story on the news about this little girl that ended up in the hospital uh, and couldn't go trick-or-treating. And, and the whole town, uh, well, you not the whole town, but a great portion of the town, uh, all opened Chris, uh, trick-or-treat for her so that she could have it. So all people, oh. uh, yep. So that was so sweet. So we That's do have sweet. a hot hair in America somewhere. Yeah. So they're going to make her a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? What is just the kidding. I'm what just kidding. It doesn't like chocolate. I love chocolate. That is my. I, I love mean, chocolate. I, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Uh, you know, that's my foible. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with diabetes. <laughs> oh, hell no. It's, it's, we roll it's, around it's, in that. It's, a mis- it's misunderstood. Yeah, that's my daughter. She's she's my my daughter's diabetic, and I know she won't mind me telling anybody, but um, she eats more sweets. 
Oh, it's no. Because well, she can. It's uh, yeah, exactly. It, because they can't process the sugar. Sometimes they actually need it. They have to go and have kids. I mean, yeah. that's what she had to, used to go and then have a crash, and they'd have to go out and get candy bars or oranges or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, having diabetes truly sucks, but, you know, there is, every, there is a silver lining to every cloud. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Washington, it's Washington, Karen, right? In yeah. the chat room on Chogi says, chocolate is a food group, and I am a diabetic. So there you oh, go. God bless yeah. you, Karen. God bless there you. There you one go. Of your, one of your five a day. <laughs> five. <laughs> Oh, we have we have this thing over here in the UK. It's called uh, uh, your five a day, which uh, uh, five uh, helpings of vegetables. Yeah. So uh, French fries. Um, French uh, fries. Yeah, they yeah, count. Potatoes. Yeah, chocolate comes. Co- chocolate comes from cocoa beans. That counts. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Ketchup. Wine. Ketchup. Wine. Don't forget ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. Uh, wine. Tomatoes. That comes from grapes. That's oh yeah. Another- there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Beer, anything you, you can all be, yeah, five a day. We'll have five portions. Here's grains, yep. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. See? Good, I'm all having my grains right now. <laughs> and, and of course, for okay. the meat eaters, don't forget cows eat grass, grass counts. Yeah, there you go. All right, we have it all. So, so there it is. So, anyways, um, when I started the show, I, I said I was so glad the Halloween was over because it, it's been, I'm sure, Steve, it's the same way for you. I mean, constant stuff to do and, and it's just it gets so you know it's like i have every year i've always left halloween open for myself and this year i uh took an event on halloween proper and oh uh, yeah you did right yeah but it was i what felt you do that you know, for? i felt well it was good <laughs> <laughs> uh i felt really bad for uh actually leslie who did it with me because uh she was like almost two hours to my house and we went and she drove with me and it was an hour to there so by the time we got out of there and she got to bed it was like three thirty, and she had to get up at six thirty. so oh uh and Yikes. then she started all again because we had another event uh the following night so we, we did that's that painful again. So you're thinking you're stumped up for a hotel. Yeah, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> you tight one. <laughs> you tight. You you let her drive six hour drive. I remember that when you come over next time, you'll be looking for a hotel. Oh boy, Here you'll we be go. sleeping in a phone booth. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Instead yep. yep. of the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. I'll step so. down. Listen, last year I was away on Halloween. I was down at Walker Stalker in Atlanta Why? with my friend Lizzie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. it, yeah. it was her 50th birthday party. So yep. that's yep. she, she so wanted me to do. everybody in the world that, uh, that Lizzie's 50. She doesn't care. Okay. Fine. Really, so she it doesn't. It, was, it, it came back up on the Facebook feed again today. You know, the that's right. Feed. So, yeah, everybody knows. And now she's whatever. 51. So, you know, whatever. But so I was so distraught because I mean I loved being there with her but I was not home on Halloween for the first time probably ever ever in my entire life I was I was a wreck trying to I had to get everything ready before I left because I knew I couldn't just leave it in their hands without guidance and uh, oh my god so she she asked me I wanted to come again this year and I'm like nope Nope, nope, not leaving home on Halloween. Can't there ever happen go. again. 
Maybe when you're 100, but no. Yeah. It's, rare, it's, it's actually rare that I'm home at Halloween. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, it, it is. It's, it's normally one of the few nights in the year I can virtually guarantee not to be at home. Um, but la- last year, I, I made a conscious effort uh, to, to stay at home because the boys were getting a little bit older. Um, but and this year, of course, we were away. For the, we all went away for the weekend. Although I was actually home Halloween night, but the the Saturday night, um, I had the event up with Anne up in Chester. So we we took advantage of, of the situation to all go up and spend some time with the family. Yeah, I actually. So, I, I'm sorry. Did did I take something away from you? Were you not done? No, no, no. I was just breathing. Okay. Well, try not to too too long. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, so, anyways, um, I, I had a cool thing that I did is is the Ann Ryan uh, gave me a, a set of rosary beads that uh, every every one of the lodge uh, beads on it is a skull, and uh, it was so cool. And uh, of course, I went in, uh, on the Monday or it was All Saints Day. Uh, Tuesday, whatever day it was. Uh, it was All Saints Day or, or the Day of the Dead, so I actually had them blessed at that time when I went to Mass, so that was kind of cool. So these are like special rosary beads that not only like, you know, the Day of the Dead, but they're also blessed on the Day of the Dead, so that was, that was pretty awesome. That's but cool. uh, yeah, yeah, I like those a lot. So, anyways, um, of course, I had to beg for them as I usually do, right, Steve? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. You, I was waiting for that to come up. I figure I'd just give it to you. No, I, I, I wasn't going to mention the one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But since uh-huh. you brought it up, it does seem kind yeah. of a yeah, topical. How did? How did? And how was um, our friend over Halloween? Do iguanas celebrate Halloween? Oh, they do. They do. <laughs> Oh, Mariguana celebrated with us, you know, on our yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We brought we brought yeah, a, fresh, a great time. Yeah, we brought a fresh flies. Yeah, and, uh, I, I feel for you. I really feel for you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I feel for me as just, well. Just, just remember, I'm writing this all down. So next year you come over, I'll make uh-huh. it. I'll oh, make I've got, I've got some news. You know, where I was, I was, I was boasting while I was over there about coming back to get a jeep. Yeah, didn't get a jeep. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. We're talking about that. Yeah, ended up with the t- uh, went on Friday um, with the intention of getting a Jeep. Yes, and came away with a Toyota Hybrid. Oh, jeez! Uh, oh, that's sick. That's, <laughs> that's sick. not even near a Jeep. Well, it was about a mile from the Jeep dealers. But oh, we, there started, you go. we started at the Jeep dealers. If, but if you didn't... close close one eye and blink real fast, it, it looks like a Jeep. Oh, no, okay. well, we we started at the Jeep dealer mm-hmm. and. Um, they didn't. I was looking at the Wrangler, the five li- five and a half liter engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. and, but the, yeah, there was a problem with color. Um, oh price. God, yes. And, and, and price. <laughs> You're worried about color? Yeah, I wanted bright yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I see a I'd lot of this, those. I'd seen this gorgeous yellow one with big, huge black wheels and black alloys on it. But no, that was a bit unaffordable. Um, the the Renegade didn't really. When you when you got up close to it, you realise actually, you know, it's a Jeep in all but you know in everything but name, uh-huh. uh, or nothing but name. I should have said. Um, mm-hmm. So so disappointed we went away and yeah. mooched into into Toyota because they've got obviously they've got the big Rav Four, the big off roader, and uh, it didn't get one of them either. <laughs> 
fell in love with one of these petrol electric hybrids. That's so, so cool. It's so cool. It's wow. not the color. What it's color is it? Uh, bright orange. <laughs> orange. Oh, I like oh. that. Yeah, it's like Ian's goldfish. My goldfish yeah. that we it's sold gold, that I missed. Goldfish, it's goldfish orange with a, a big glass roof and all, all of the, yeah, everything except the guns. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. That sounds so Just special, lovely. Steve. I'm I'll let you guys. I let you guys down because I said I was going to come back and get a jeep. I'll yeah, let a camel for you. Yeah. <laughs> Although nothing, you see, it had to be the Wrangler or nothing because after being in in the pickup, um, you know, I just fell in love with these big vehicles and I thought if I can't if I can't compete if I can't match it, there's no point in even trying. Mm-hmm. So, so, anyways, yeah. over Halloween. Steve, and I've changed the subject because no We're one gives drag a crap. Him back into Nobody Halloween. gives a crap about you. What kind of car you bought? But well, anyway, you know what finally but, but, sold but, but, it? But, but, it was your, it was your, it was your car that sold it. Finally, yeah, whatever. Right, it's, my, it's the reversing camera. As soon as I saw it, had a reversing camera. Oh God! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, moving along. Over the Halloween, you did a, a research. Uh, you did an investigation at a uh, really cool place, which was a tattoo parlor. That's right. Oh. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I I have, uh, was a little jealous after I met because I've never done a tattoo parlor. So, I mean, was it exciting? Uh, uh, well, it's rocking and rolling. Did somebody walk away with a tattoo or what? Well. I think I think there were there were high hopes of having tattoos done, but no, it was it it's it was a, t- a combined tattoo uh, parlor and uh, gallery because obviously the tattoo artists are also artists in their own right, in addition to the art that they do on the bodies, and it was fascinating to see the art, but no, um, there was no tattooing being done that night. But um, it was it goes? Uh, not that I was aware of. Um, no. We set it up as we set it up on three levels because it's not the world's biggest uh, building. You know, tattoo parlors don't tend to be uh, no. in stately home-sized buildings. But <laughs> we had we had three floors to play with, and what we decided to do was to split it into three zones um, and try and reflect all of the different aspects of paranormal investigation. So, up on the up on one floor, the floor. Um, floor I was on, we were uh, conducting, uh, we had a Ouija board, we had a, a tilting table, and we had some other old-fashioned spiritualist methods, alongside the modern spiritualist counterparts, uh, the Ghost Meter Pro, which we were using in its dialogue. Oh, yeah. so, so you went scientific? Uh, no, but we were using it purely in its dialogue um, mm-hmm spirit communication mode, along with the Maglite, uh, which we were using as a uh, on-off communi- spirit communication device. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they're only the modern contemporaries of the, uh, the, the, of the Ouija board and the, t- the tilting table. Mm-hmm. Um, in, on the uh, ground floor, um, Anne was conducting some EVP with a, an SB7 spirit box and recorders, and also giving people the opportunity to measure uh, things like the electromagnetic fields and also temperature. So they were having a look at the 21st electronic battery-powered ghost hunting methods, the the more modern methods. And in betwixt, uh, on the stairs, we had um, a group who were just sitting with notebook and pen and just sitting quietly, listening, watching, 
to waiting and and tuning in with them. Yeah. Well, tuning into their own thoughts and emotions and impressions of the building. So we were... That's special. We were giving people uh, an opportunity, a taste of all of the different types of uh, investigation techniques that are used. Mm. And it was, it was, it was, uh, we hope it was successful. I mean, you always, I don't think you will ever appeal to everybody. Well, no. I don't think that's possible. Uh, oh, I, 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 well, I think there was, there was certainly one, one gentleman who had obviously been dragged along by his girlfriend. <laughs> and who There's had, always one. There two. is always one. He yeah. had come along and I think he was there under duress. And mm-hmm. it was obvious he was there under duress. And I'm, I'm sure, uh, apart from putting on a fo- the football uh, and giving him a, you know, uh, several cans of, of alcohol, I don't think there was anything we were going to do that was going to impress him. <laughs> so, but the rest of them all seemed to, to have a good time. Uh, and as I say, we, we hopefully we left, we we, we posed them some questions, we we uh, gave them a sample of the, the methods that they used on investigations. Mm-hmm. Was uh, did they come up with anything, or did you have any sensitives with you? Um, we asked at the at the start of the evening, and I don't recall anybody putting their hand up or or owning up to any sensitivity. Okay. Uh, we Anne got I, I Anne's collected all the notes. I haven't had an opportunity, and I don't think Anne's had an opportunity to go through the notes. And we certainly yeah. haven't spoken. Um, I, I I got the impression that there was something of interest within the notes. Now, mm. that might be uh, just the fact that the notes themselves um, contain some some uh, thing that Anne would get excited about, rather than would relate to the building. Um, but there was some there were some names that came through through the board and through the table til- uh, table tipping, which. Uh, May have come from you know within the participants or from or from. Well, we'll have to talk about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the Blind Bonshaw and Kerrigan herself, and of course the amazing Van Helsink right here on Tochinet Pararex, Planet Paranormal, Astronet Radio, and perhaps maybe we'll be coming out on a mag light. Is that possible? Sound waves. Yes, it is, because it's infrasound. Anyway, we'll be right back after the following messages. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. 
Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest, uh, guest from across the sea, Steve Parsons. I don't know. Technically, he's not a guest. Oh, I am. (laughs) I guess he's a guest because he's on this show. Yeah, he's not a show. All right. You're a guest. You're a guest. We'll let you be a guest. Thank you. All right. So we were wondering, were we wondering what happened at this event? I'd like to know what uh, what were the reports of uh, what was going on in this tattoo parlor? Uh, well, that's the bit I didn't know. Before we started the, the investigation, I was not privy to the reports. I understand the reason it all came about is that some of the, the, the t- tattoo artists and the other people who work there have had a number of experiences that led to them speaking to Anne, who goes there regularly. It's, her, it's the tattoo parlor she visits uh, for oh. her tattoos. And that started the conversation about perhaps an investigation uh, might be required and perhaps or that led to the Halloween idea of throwing it open to some um, to the you know, to the public and selected sort of clients of the tattoo parlour. Now, wow. I, there is a possibility of a follow-up uh, investigation proper, um, but this was an opportunity that the tattoo parlour wanted to take to uh, publicise the, the, the location, but also I mean, because of the, this, the, their experiences had developed the initial interest. Now, it's 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 policy within parasites that only one of the two coordinators, either myself or Anne, would be privy to the case information. And as Anne already was um, in situ and fully conversant with what's taken place, then uh, I would be the one who didn't know anything. Okay. Uh, now I was made aware that some of, some of the that the stairs might have been an area of interest, but I don't actually know why. Uh, but it's important, you know. We, when I say I'm not given any information, I'm obviously given uh, areas of, of importance so that we're not wasting our time being in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So I am aware, and from from what people were saying on the night, I picked up that the stairs were. Uh, something of interest uh, and probably uh, related to people's experiences although i don't know the details i did suggest that we should we should really get Anne on at a future ghost chronicles international to do some maybe some follow-up on this one 
um, and also tell me, then I would know. But we we got the usual through the board. We got the usual range of um, uh, suspects. We had the murdered child. Um, the, there is usually a murdered child, isn't there? Um, and the there was no lady in white. There was a, a, a child. There was another child looking for its mother. There was um, the abused seamstress, as I recall, um, who who was. Um, hiding from from the evil over overlord or bo- boss, it, it, they're all very predictable and very typical of a British um, Ouija board séance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on an investigation. I don't know whether that's the same in America, but we have this sort of formulae formula that that comes through with the readings um you know it's usually there's usually a lost child who was murdered and there's usually some female who was murdered or killed herself whilst pregnant Uh, of course yeah yeah so yeah so uh, there was no real surprise when may happened Mm -hmm. no we don't get that kind of stuff really not not really no Uh, that's that's a bit depressing i think we get children it always seems to be some some child yeah, I've lost counting well, investigations. We never get children, so there you go with that one. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, okay. I've lost counts of the amount of children. Twenty years of investigating on the Ouija with Ouija boards and. Oh, you mean specifically with a Ouija? Oh, okay. I thought you meant in general in an investigation. Sorry. Oh, children Sorry. really common. Um, and nursery ringer ringer roses. I mean, God, they, if I had a, if I had a dollar for every time I'd heard that claimed by a medium that they could hear ringer ringer roses. <laughs> but but children are incredibly common on British investigations. Pretty oh, really? British. Oh yeah. I mean, they turn up in all of the strangest places. Um, mm. You know, it doesn't really matter whether you're dealing with a medieval castle or a, or a, a modern um, house, uh, from a jail to a, a battleship. You get children. Um, mm. They they seem to be you know a universal constant, and it leads to some hilarious moments. We had a group of very thoughtful investigators a number of year, years ago who were encountering what they thought, what their medium had said to them was the spirit of a child, a little girl who had passed into spirit in the 17th century, so uh, just after the English Civil War, they said, so in the 1660s. And they wanted to bring this little girl a toy in the hope that it would draw out her spirit. So they brought her a Buzz Lightyear doll. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Buzz Lightyear, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen VTech, you know, these VTech talking. Oh, um, my God. A doll. A doll. Yeah, yeah. You'd have thought so, wouldn't you? A but doll. No, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus. Well, we actually have a question for uh, you, Steve, so from the uh, chat room. Okay. 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 Um. Oh, from uh, how often do Steve, Ian, and Ron go on investigations? Is that our... <laughs> is that our question? Yeah. Okay. Well, together, separately? <laughs> uh, I would imagine separately because they uh, know they're oh. from different places. I going to say, it's kind of hard. I mean, you know, only when Steve is over here would we have yeah, that opportunity. Yeah. I think but... she's aware of that. Right? Oh, so, okay. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you. I'll t- she listens the, to the show long the, enough, so she's, she's aware there was of an an con- There was an an, con- uh, there was an an connection at the um, tattoo parlor investigation. Yeah. I was, I was wearing my East Bridgewater Most Haunted T-shirt. All right. Good. That's awesome. 
That's been to set. That's been to quite a few haunted locations in the UK, as has the um, New England Ghost Project one. Excellent. So, uh, Steve, how often do you go on investigations? Uh, that can vary on average once to twice a month. Yeah. Okay. And I have to admit that. I don't go out as often as I would like to anymore, uh, just because life is a little too busy right now. Uh, so unless I'm investigating with Van Helsing, I uh, would say not very often anymore. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm just, I guess, just curious, and and even myself. I mean, I uh, I get so many requests. I just uh, just really chose something that appeals to me more than. Um, you know, going out all the time. I don't go out for the sake of going out. I, mm. you know, it has to be something that interests me. And so, I mean, I'm down. I bet you're uh, maybe once a month, maybe. Uh, it, you know, that's the way it is. I mean, there are there. I mean, if you're doing a full investigation, I mean, there are other times we do little things that don't. I don't really count as investigations, but uh, full investigation probably maybe once a month. Mm. So, anyway, that's. I hope that answers your question. So, anyways, uh, we did an event on Halloween, Steve, and uh, this was in Portsmouth, and it was a really cool place, by the way. It was the old Molly Malone's, uh, which I had investigated before. In fact, did a radio show there from before, and I did it with uh, Roxy Zwicker and uh, Leslie, and it was like 40 people in there in this little tiny room. We did, We had this table. We did this kind of what, like we did with the red light seance, Steve? You, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the only problem was was the table was like a piece of concrete. <laughs> 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 Honest to God, I have never seen a more solid table. It had like four huge legs, one in each direction, with a giant posting. Uh, you know, the, the top of the thing, it was like it weighed two tons. Oh. And, and you know, and there's like and it was nailed to the floor. No. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we were we were on it, and we try, try, and we could feel like it, it trying to move, but it's like <laughs> I, I could see just some poor uh, ghost getting a hernia or trying to move this thing. It's like oh, oh that hurt! I can't do it. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> Call a oh, doctor. God. Anyway. Funny. <laughs> It was it was it was interesting. We 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 did have a lot of uh, uh, mental mediumship stuff come through, so that that's always fun. And a couple of physical things: the uh, the the school bell, which Steve and I bought together uh-huh. at the uh, Goodwill store. Uh, nice, nice, really nice, heavy one. Uh, we had that uh, tied on to a lamp uh, above the table, and it came crashing down on its own. And one of the lights too. Uh, there was like a two-light chandelier. One of the lights went out by itself as well. So that was, that was a little exciting. But, Steve, this is this is interesting, what you might find. One of the, the spirits that came through was a uh, preacher. Oh. Uh, and it was yelling at us. Really? I, I wouldn't Why be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, can they do that? Can they come back and yell at us? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, well, is that, is that uh, now, now there's a question that you expect. You surely don't expect me to answer that, do you? Oh, of course I do. I, I man well, of think, the world well, like you. Well, in that case, the only answer I can give you is I really don't know. Um, 
I, I, I would, I would make some assumptions that yeah. if if we survive bodily death and yeah, it's a lot um, of ifs in this. Yeah, and if now. if <laughs> and I would, I would imagine, like Thomas Edison said, that um, our personality would would also survive death. Uh-huh. Um, and if if it was a grumpy preacher who really didn't agree with what you were doing, then perhaps he would come and yell at you. Yeah. yeah. Kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, how do you? I mean, was it the? He may even have been the preacher. Uh, you know, it might have been a church school. You might have had the bell. Ah, Maybe. that's an idea. I never give thought the, of that. Give the bell back. What give are you the doing? Damn bell what, back, will you? Well, I mean, <laughs> he might have been. You know, he may have been fundamentally opposed to spirit to what you were doing, and there's you abusing his bell. Yes. So not just okay. not just yelling at you, but throwing the bell at you in despair or disgust or dismay. Yeah. yeah it was. It was. I uh, could understand that. Yeah. Well, most people throw shit at me anyway. So. <laughs> the building was well, it the one you know, after the trolley bus tour? It's been known to happen. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we saw it on the trolley bus tour, but it's the old Molly Malone's. And we uh, called it, didn't we, at the end of the trolley bus tour to, to see something being got ready? Oh yeah, that's the one. Uh, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. We, it, you was a very, it was a very. It was a very cool location. You should actually see the picture on my Facebook page, Ronald. Cole. I, I have. And it's pretty cool what they did to it. Yeah, uh, I almost really recognize it. For, nice for, gas fireplace, and they got an elk's head on the wall. His name is Lawrence Welk Elk. Lawrence, Lawrence Elk. elk. <laughs> Cute. But uh, but it, it was it was a cool place. My Molly Malone's was uh, of course a. Uh, uh, a tavern in a, in a house of bill repute, and, the, and the, the girls just sit in the windows and wave to the people. And it was two dollars, and of course we were able to get a couple of dollars together for our seance as well. So that was good. We put that on the table, and okay. guess who came through? Hey, our little friend from the last time we were there. Oh, yeah. Who was last, that? Uh, one of the, Laura, I think her name is, and uh, Lily and Laura, I forget. Whatever, and. Uh, Last time I did that, we did that on the live broadcast, is I took $2 out and put it on the table. And uh, some guy that was sitting around the table just jumped up. He said that somebody had just sat on him. Lap <laughs> 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 dance. Uh, <laughs> $2, that's cheap. Here's your uh, money. Uh, back, back in the day, you know, uh, it was back then. $2 was $2 back then. I mean, bread was so, so clearly inflation doesn't apply in the spirit world. Evidently not. You know, I, you know, I, I was willing to give three, but... Uh, wow, know. imagine what you would have got for three. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a place well, that... It wouldn't have been a preacher shout, Nat. It would have been St. Jan. <laughs> there's, there's a place that made actually called $3 Dewey's. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Just nice. telling you. Yeah. yeah, just telling you that... <laughs> so anyway, so it was uh, it was an interesting night, and I had a lot of fun. So that's that's. It that. was as as I recall, it was. I mean, I only saw it in in the early stages of preparation, but the building itself was a very cool location, very cool. But I always said you always have the best fun when I'm not there. I although, tried to. although I had a one of the things this year was was an absolute highlight um, because it was quite so different than some of the previous trips over was was East Bridgewater night. That was a really fun night out. Was what? The the night we all went to East Bridgewater. East Bridgewater? Mm. At the show, you mean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was a really cool night out. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Really? You think so? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do it again next year. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll All work right. on it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, perhaps. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> we did have a good. We Moving have, right along. We did have a good turnout. Uh, you know. Uh, it's so much better now. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, moving along. (laughs) You could have at least said the speaker was pretty good. The speaker was wonderful. Yes. The rest of the night was crap. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Whatever. And the people, but once again, uh, all the people who attended, uh, they had a great time Mm -hmm. and they really enjoyed it. So that's what's important. Um, And I'm, I'm happy that they were all able to turn out for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, diplomat. <laughs> so um, we uh, we already plan a next year's trip, which is going to be exciting. <clears throat> Changing the subject quickly. Uh, Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I are actually going to uh, go in lockdown. Really? Meltdown. Ooh. We're going to get locked, locked in a place with each other. And- Ghost. Cro- oh, Jesus! There's not going to be anybody left in the morning. Ghost Chronicles lockdown. Mm. Yeah. Good luck with that. Two walk in, only one comes out. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well, that's that's wrong, Doom. Then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> Keep trying. Anyways, uh, remember, remember 2015 and um, the talk I did about the the Hellfire Club. Yeah. And my ancestors and who who the, the legend is that protects me, as I yeah. said. One of us will walk out, and I know. And remember, two thousand fourteen, when I crashed oh, yeah. the Bancroft Towers, and someone yeah. almost didn't make it. Uh, so there you go. There. Well, I, I survived. What? What is it? I survived a spider bite. Uh, whatever else. <laughs> well, anybody that's me. stupid enough to put a spider on their hand gets what they deserve. No offense, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought it was a cute spider. I didn't know it was a yeah. black widow. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. Black widow. It blew up like a freaking uh, balloon. I, I, it took six months for the uh, for the yeah the, the spiders to go out. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, the spiders are the spiders fine now though. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, I paid them well for that. <laughs> <laughs> so well, everybody, uh, there's a, there's a question here on the chat room. I think there is? Uh, it's yeah, it's where is the lock-in from uh, Karen? Where, where? Oh, it's secret. We can't tell you because then we couldn't so we be locked in. And be lots yeah, of people. Oh, and we, so can't, I, we can't tell you because we haven't figured it out yet. Well, I, you never know. Uh, anyways. I, the I was, I've done the basement. <laughs> I was perusing the uh, internet and I came across something that I wanted to ask you about, Steve, about from the UK. I came about this little video piece uh, called Scariest Places or something. Oh, there's lots of movies. And, and this was uh, uh, our friend Richard Felix was in it, and it was that Dobby goal, and uh, Yvette Fielding was in it. Is, is this a oh, real boy. show? Was this a real show, or uh, do you know anything about it, Steve? Um, there are lots of these videos doing the rounds. What, what they tend to be is sort of cut, cut and paste from different shows. Oh. So, um, you know, it's like the world's top five scariest locations, and they tend to be cut and pasted from, you know. This was a half an hour show, and it, 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 it appeared to have 
uh, Yvette Fielding in it, and uh, Richard, our friend Richard, was in it. They were sitting in Dobby Gale. Oh, no, I, no, are you sure it wasn't Michaela Strachan? It was what? Michaela. Was it Michaela Strachan, not uh, Yvette Fielding? Who's that? I don't know who that is. Well, she looks similar. She's a blonde woman. I, you know what? I, I thought it, she said she was Yvette Fielding. So was it a parody? Oh. Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, there are actually parody ones, you know. Oh, so that might have been what without, it was. Without, no, without knowing the exact one you've seen, um, mm-hmm. there have been, you know, there are a number of spoofs that have been made. I'm not aware, unless unless you're actually watching an excerpt from Most Haunted. No, it said scariest places yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but often, I mean, there are there are programs that are put together for YouTube and for the internet, which are cut together from other shows. Um, so it so could have been extracted from Most Haunted and then inserted into this other program. So if I, anybody wants to see what I'm talking about, I imagine if you go to go, Google and uh, and Google in Scariest Places, uh, Derby Goal, which is Derby Jail. Uh, no, Derby yeah. Goal. No, Derby Jail. Yeah, but it's, it's still spelled goal, right? That's the, well, that's the old, fat, the old English way. Yeah, G- yeah, but that's A-O-L. that's how you would find it on, on Google because it's yeah. that way. Yeah, because he thinks it's got more credibility. And you know what's interesting, too, is is that during the show, which which surprised me is, is Yvette or, or this other character, uh, said uh, Darby Goal or Darby Jail. And she said that uh, on the thing. And I thought a uh, Derby Jail, which was kind of interesting because I didn't think they uh, – they said that at all. Uh, doesn't sound like Yvette would say that. Mm. It says, most haunted, unseen, Darby Goal. Nope. 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 That's no. the first one that I saw. Scary, did you look at Scariest Places? Yes, yeah, Scariest Places. Well, that's um, what I mean. There are so many of these um, world's scariest places, Britain's scariest places, Darby's scariest places. Yeah, okay. It says uh, not living TV. Ah, there you go. Is the, uh, it's a spoof. And, oh, yeah, it looks like Yvette from the back. Ah, um, okay. All right. Thank you, Ann. Thank you for so, bringing uh, that up. Just, yeah, uh, you get the link. Post that on our Facebook page so sure. that people could actually see it. I and will do that interesting. right it now. Might be, all right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> So, anyways, uh, do you have any questions, Ian? Or uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm posting this video. Oh, but, that's um, fine. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I I'm sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. Don't apologize for him putting you on the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, put this on our put this on our Facebook page. Oh, one, 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 okay. Oh, do you have any questions? Whatever. I, okay. I forgot you were blind. I apologize. Uh, I can only do one thing at a time. I'm right. so sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh... <laughs> anyway, so anyway, Steve, uh, are you are you happy that uh, Halloween's over and you can get on with your normal life? I've got well, it's a, it's a nice distraction Halloween because the, the work of a ghost hunter is actually quite boring, and it you don't get. Well, I, I posted. I, I don't know if you saw. It, it's the one time of year that actually I've become popular, so I'm quite happy with Halloween. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and and this year I've kind of enjoyed it more than usual because you know we're decorating the house and uh, the boys are a bit a little bit older. My daughter loves Halloween. Uh, absolutely <laughs> insanely loves Halloween. Uh, she spent she spent Halloween night in a haunted asylum watching zombie movies and fantasy. Oh. Seriously? 
Oh. Seriously. Uh, that, how cool is that? A notoriously haunted ex-asylum watching zombie movies in ha- in fancy dress. What a cool way to spend Halloween night for I know. It. I, I, I'm I, yeah. All right, so, now, Ron, uh, yeah. I have to comment on this video because it says right on it, join Annette Peelding, Eric Alora, Simon Healy, Carl B.T., Chris O'Beef, and Dick Feelett for a spine-tingling ghost investigation at Darby Goal. Yeah, it says right he, on it, it's a spoof. He doesn't read, does he? I don't read, I just watch. It says, Take I, the Cake proudly presents Scariest Places, the Most Haunted Spoof Around. Oh, okay, there you go. I didn't so, see whatever. that. All I saw was the, the video. I didn't see any yeah. links, I didn't see All any right. All the right. I posted you know, it anyway, so I just realized you enjoy it. There is no point in me bringing Ron any books other than colouring books from now on. What? I'll just bring him colouring books and crayons. Yeah. Because every year I bring him, you know, books for his library. Harry Price's book and books on mediumship. There was a couple of copies of Ghostology and Paracoustics. And what he really needs is a colouring book and crayons. Did you? No, I can't draw. Did you uh, bring my paracoustic and uh, ghostology back? Uh, my, yeah. My yes, table, I t- table's a little crooked. It just didn't get back under it again. <laughs> uh, if you look on your bookshelf next mm. to um, where they came from, yes, they're there. You're kidding. That's yeah, the, oh, it's pizza from the dead. We're all over? Yeah. Uh, oh, Obama. Uh, Anyways. Uh, Obama? Did you just say Obama? <laughs> no, bummer. Bummer. Sounded like Obama. Oh, bummer. Oh, bummer. Yeah. This time next year, it'll be oh, Trump. Oh, stop it. Do you know how much Britain wants a President Trump? Stop yeah, it. I, oh, yeah. You know, the cool thing about that is half the country's going to go to Canada. So thank God we'll have some rooms. We'll, we'll have jobs. <laughs> we'll have jobs out. now. We'll have everything. Because half the country will be... Half the country will be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all hoping for President Trump because it will be the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. We know a lot. And and we know that the Queen is going to be taking over the country soon. So we're excited about, uh, you know, Britain annexing America again. So we'll do our best. We'll do our best. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to learn more about. If you want to learn about more about uh, Britain annexing uh, the U.S., you can tune in to the podcast of uh, yesterday's show. And uh, Steve read the procl- proclamation of what was going to happen. So, Something to do with vegetable peelers, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, vegetable peelers. <laughs> Permit the carry. <laughs> oh but Americans anyway. shall have the right to wear T-shirts. Yeah. So, anyways, we want to thank you for joining us here, uh, Steve. And, yes, thank uh, you, Steve. It's been my pleasure. It's a nice early pleasure because it's still the same day as you. Really? Oh, that's right. I, nice. I, although I'm in your future, I'm only four hours hence, not five hours hence. That's right. Oh, that's, that's a shame. Blocks go back this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, thanks a lot, and uh, tune in next week where we'll have a real guest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, will we have a guest, Ron? I don't know. Because it's your turn again. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you again next week on Ghost Chronicles Next Maybe. Generation. Maybe. <laughs> Good night. God bless. Good night. Bye.
Of the foxes. <laughs> to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.